Hello, hello. Welcome to Adoption Adventures. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. Brought to you by Daddy on the Move. <laughs> um, so, easy. have no fear, that was just me slinging my gym bag over my shoulder and my water bottle flying over my head and trying to decapitate, decapitate me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it didn't succeed. I'm still here. Um, so I had an email last week from an agency that I've done some work with, but um, only from my um, capacious adopter voice chair. Um, they reached out to me and asked if they could um, connect about some of their adoption support groups. So I got to meet with the manager um, who was talking about all of the various support groups that they've had in place over the years. And she was explaining to me that whilst they've always had really good attendance, really good engagement, they found that post-lockdown, um, post-COVID, sort of a lot of that has dried up. Um, and she wanted to sort of talk to me and um, how they could improve this and essentially what they can do to make sure that their adopters are getting full engagement from from their groups um, which I thought once again it's just demonstrating how agencies are looking to sort of strengthen how they're listening to adopters, connecting with adopters. And this manager was sort of talking and saying that the support groups that they have in place are a massive, massive asset to to their entire teams because it's almost like that feet on the ground. It's almost like their own version of adopter voice because they're hearing the rumblings of what's going right, what's going wrong, some of the struggles, some of the highs and lows. Um, and again, you know, the importance on that, that this manager put on getting these, these groups active and higher engagement. Um, so I thought that was really fantastic. So through the conversations, um, we, we agreed that we'd come up with a couple of different sort of ways forward for a bit of a game plan. Um, the, and, and at no point am I assuming credit for, <laughs> for these ideas. Um, what I mean by that is the ideas that I was coming up with, it's things that people have been speaking about, it's things that I've seen put in place in other agencies. The, the luxury that I've got is where I've worked within this sort of industry now for, for quite some time, I've seen agencies working on it and, and doing both good and not so good practice. So I'm able to use that, which is, which is really exciting for myself. Um, so I, um, I spoke about stage one um, in, in the plan being, find the group leaders that are already in place for, um, for the groups that are operating at present, reach out to those individuals um, and have 
a sort of a an appreciation day for those individuals that are actively running these support groups and have this as a way to actually get everyone together and share good practice best practice of what's working in these groups um but actually really shout and scream and celebrate all of these people that are volunteering their time and working tirelessly to bring a group together that supports adopters in whatever capacity and whatever remit they is doing um but just to demonstrate a, a true gratitude for for their work and we said from doing that um we could also talk about sort of pinch points what's not working who how do they get people attending do their numbers fluctuate and we can use that as a real positive fact finding um sort of task and find out how to how to just keep keep that moving forward essentially which i think is really exciting um the next step um was to talk about where these support groups are being talked about um you know it's all well and good if they are mentioned at one or two points during the journey but actually what you need to do to get and it's the same as any marketing you need to get that message out there time and time and time again you need to let people know that this is what you are doing um so through that um i've indicated that what should happen is they should have a um a board of um, sort of a visual aid of all of their support groups that are available and that this board should be used at information events every single training event that ever goes forward um and it should be on their website it should just be promoted absolutely everywhere no stone left unturned let people know that these things are in existence and so if we're talking about the support groups when you're at an information event what you're doing is you're telling prospective adopters that this is the level of support that you're going to get this is how much you will be looked after and cared for even though this information event is going to be a tough listen and you're going to hear some really difficult things and think how on earth am I going to cope with x y and z you're already seeing marketing to demonstrate that there is support in place to make sure that you aren't on your own um you know i i delivered a friends and family training session um at the weekend and again big question there was what happens to our friends and family if they're stuck who can they call when can they call so it's again it's reiterating that point support is there it's available and we want to promote it um which i think you know so that was that was another step next step as well that we've talked about is um having a training day for their adoption support teams or their post adoption teams their outreach workers anyone who has interaction with adopters and what we're looking to do is we're looking to talk to them about the front door um talk talk about the calls that they are getting from adopters who are in moments of sort of difficulty and struggling and reach out to those groups those teams and say okay are you aware of all of these support groups that are in place and i think i've talked about this a couple of times on the pod before you know if we're picking up the phone to post adoption is is usually when things are 
at a difficult spot. At those moments, the post-adoption or adoption support teams, they've got a backlog of work. So there's a good chance that we're not going to get any support for, let's just call it two to three months. Um, the idea being that if we can push back to the adopters and say, look, you are now in a holding pattern, but whilst you're in that holding pattern, here's some support groups that you can access. Here's some people that you can access right now. No cost, no evaluation, no assessment. You can just go and attend and get the most from these groups. Um, and then if those adopters are calling again and saying, what have you done for me? You're able to essentially push back and say, what have you done for yourself? Have you been attending these groups? How have you found them? What has worked? What hasn't? Because actually, these are support networks that can be making a huge, huge difference and huge impact to, to families across the country. And, you know, there are a number of agencies that don't have these support groups. There are a number of agencies that can't put these support groups in place. So, the ones that do, we really need to shout about that and get excited about that and celebrate that so as, so as there's more, more demonstration of them working, so as more can be put in place, essentially. Um, so essentially, that's going to be our sort of our starting block, our starting plan, as it were. And like I say, I was utterly thrilled to to be invited to have this conversation, utterly thrilled to be invited to be a part of the consultation, really. Um, it, it was it was really lovely to to be considered for that. And it, it's actually been really nice because I've um, today I've had an email from the head of another agency that I work with and they're currently um, recruiting for a service manager and they've asked me if I'll go and sit on the panel so as I can be the voice of an adopter to really make sure that whoever they appoint actually has adoption at the heart of what they're doing. Again, and I'm not there as a placeholder, I'm there for a, a genuine reason to actually help make a difference and make sure that these these sort of positions are impactful so really incredible um and then i had another phone call with another leader um who was in a general conversation letting me know that they're also going through the recruitment process um and through that conversation we happened to um, sort of discussed that um, a particular individual who had made an application um, and we'd both done some work with this individual. Now, I am 99% certain that what I then had to say didn't, didn't alter things too much for this individual. But I was able to talk about them and say, I've worked with them, I've worked in X, Y, and Z capacity, and they are absolutely awesome. Um, and I was, I was then able to sort of sing, sing this individual's um, praise and just really hammer home how much respect I had for this individual and how much I thought that they would be able to bring to the role. Um, and... Again, 
my comments and my feedback, they were heard. Um, like I said, I'm not saying that I made uh, sort of any impact out to, to what happened at, at that individual's interview, but I was part of that conversation. Um, as it happened, that, that individual did get the position, um, and I'm, I'm really, really thrilled because they are brilliant, um, and they will do a fantastic job in that, in that post. Um, I guess, even though I'm, I know this, I'm aware that this is sounding a wee bit braggy, um, and I don't, I don't mean it in that way. What I guess what I'm saying is, the relationships that I'm building are allowing me to be a part of the conversation. They're allowing me to be part of a discussion about what is in place and what needs to be in place. Um, and it's just further testimony to how much a doctor's voices are being heard, being listened to and being sort of taken on board. Um, and I think that's awesome. It's really, really exciting. As you know, I absolutely love being a part of that anyway. Um, you know, working on the sort of the prep groups and the prep group observations, really, really exciting um, piece of work that I'm doing. And it's all it's all stuff that I'm kind of looking at and and just getting an opportunity to just be in, involved in the conversation and that it's helping me sort of see the added value that I can sort of bring to the party as well. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about what what that's looking like um, and being involved in so many different agencies and so many different conversations just means that i'm hearing more learning more picking up more on on what's out there what's needed and exactly like what happened with this particular manager i've been able to share good practice well the exact same thing can happen when i go into the next agency and talk to them about what sort of struggles they're having because i'm seeing it done well i'm seeing that it's not done as well and i'm able to sort of use that to bring about the best sort of results so really really exciting um and yeah i've yeah i've just been really excited to to be a part of that so i wanted to share it i wanted to share that with you um in other news uh little dude has had a cancellation on driving tests he's got his driving test tomorrow um just a little bit scared about that um i don't know if he's telling anyone uh, if he's not shh, don't tell him um, <laughs> but yeah i'll keep you posted on what happens next um but thank you as always for listening i know it's a shorter episode tonight but i can't spend all night bragging um i've got to go and play tennis poorly um but yeah thanks as always um sending out much love and hoping your week goes outstandingly from here on in.